You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Very serious. This is something that I've been thinking about doing for a really long time since I started uh, working here at Stand Up Labs, and me and Andy have been talking about it for quite a while. Yeah, we have. We both uh, have been wanting to do a podcast. Well, we both had our own podcast um, before this, and now that we work at a studio, we figured, why not do it? Right. And because both of those podcasts were some of the best, like, best material on the internet, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, Me and Joey had our own podcast called Backyard Buddies Podcast, which was called that because I lived at my mom's house and w- and my dad's house. They're together. They're a loving couple. <laughs> we did the podcast in uh, my parents' yard, and it was called Backyard Buddies Podcast, and Joey's my co-host. Right, Joey? And I miss those days. I do, too. I was actually going back and listening to some of the old episodes, and they're good. I feel like they're good. I feel like we should try to uh, not necessarily mimic, but we could use that kind of as a template for what we're going to do here. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you can actually go online. They're still all up there, all 22 episodes that we did, BackyardBuddiesPodcast.com. Go check them out, kids. And, and, I, and I don't want to hear any bullshit about them. Just go, unless just it's go positive. It. Yeah. Yeah. And I can attest to that, that uh, show actually being good because to get an idea before we started doing this show, to get an idea of how it was going to run, I watched four, I watched five episodes of Backyard Buddies and I loved it. So it is all still online if you guys want to go check it out. But may, but listen to this first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, listen to this. You guys are going to love it. And I will say, here's the thing. I don't like to edit anything out because um, I think it's just, it's better. It's like if I said it in the moment, fine. If I'm wrong, I'll apologize for it later, whatever. Yep. This is the only episode we're going to record. We're recording on a Thursday. It's October 9th. This will be coming out next Friday. That's the only time we're going to do that, really. We're going to try to record them on Thursday, and they'll be coming out at midnight Thursday, like into Friday. Nice. From now on, that's what we're going to do. So if some of the topics are maybe a little behind exactly what's happening, fucking deal with it. It's going to be great anyway, and then it's just going to be uh, you know, amazing from there on out. Damn right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Joey, this is the first time you've been in this studio. Uh, I've been here, I guess, six seven months maybe at this point and he's been here at least four months it's gotta be right yeah uh what do you think joey how do you feel about the environment here i like the vibe yeah i do why don't you get a little closer to the mic put a little bass in your voice i like it <laughs> okay <laughs> uh listen i have a little surprise for you guys uh-huh. um this is the first episode of the podcast but because of the pedigree kind of coming into this thing we already have a sponsor that's awesome no way yeah, we have a sponsor. And I think some people said it's irresponsible to have the sponsor. I don't. I think that they make a great product. And everything that they say, I'm going to play a commercial. They actually gave us a commercial. I'm going to play it. It's a minute long. They Everything they say in this is 100% true and backed by medical science. Do you guys want to find out who our first sponsor is? I Go can. to the clip. Let's do it. Don't you want to try a cigarette with a record like this? The first choice of young America, according to a recent survey made in 274 colleges. Chesterfield, the first cigarette with premium quality in both regular and king size. Chesterfield, the cigarette with highest quality, proven by chemical analyses to have higher quality than the five other leading brands. Chesterfield, and first to give you this report. 
A doctor has been making thorough examinations of a group of Chesterfield smokers every two months for a full year, and he reports no adverse effects to the nose, throat, and sinuses from smoking Chesterfield. Try Chesterfield. Buy a carton. Much milder Chesterfield is America's best cigarette buy. Wow. Oh, my God. How about that? I think that's going to get us in trouble. I don't think so. Why would that get us in trouble? It's the first of all, it's the first cigarette brand that doesn't cause any adverse effects. <laughs> Terrific. How about that? And go, yeah, go buy a carton. Go get a pack of Chesterfields. Get 10 packs of them. They're phenomenal. So that's great. So we're off to a good start. I'm uh, I'm very impressed that you were able to get that uh, right away before we even recorded one episode. Thank Just you. Yeah. cigarettes. They're yeah. behind us. And uh, yeah, we're all smokers, so that's good news. Um, yeah, well, now, I mean, exclusively Chesterfield. Exclusively Chesterfield. <laughs> I bought three cartons yesterday. Yep. They sent me a free carton. I was like, no, it's not good enough. I bought two more. Yep. Um, all right. So anyway, thank you, Chesterfield Cigarette, for your support. We really appreciate it. We're going to keep going strong with that. Mm-hmm. Um Here's the, here's how it's going to go, guys. This podcast is basically going to be current events uh, from all aspects, politics, government, sports, whatever it is. I'm very much into hockey. I'm sitting here right now in a New York Rangers jersey. Because, you look like a skinny Kevin Smith. And I feel like one. <laughs> Good. That's the important thing. Uh, the Rangers start tonight. I have that penciled in as perhaps topic we'll talk about later, just a little bit of opening night. We'll talk about mixed martial arts. We're going to run the gamut. One of the things that I wanted to bring up in this first episode, because I want to incorporate clips, I think that's something that's missing from podcasts a lot of the time. People don't bring in sound clips or whatever, but that's what it's all about, man, little media criticism. Yep. The first uh, thing that I brought to the uh, conversation today, it's a clip. It's like four minutes of Leonardo DiCaprio addressing the uh, UN climate summit this year. And I think it's interesting because a lot of times people complain about, oh, Kim Kardashian's on TV and she's so dumb and blah, blah. Okay, why don't you watch this clip then of a guy who is well-respected, obviously intelligent, and is trying to make a difference, a difference as a celebrity, you know? Um, so that's why I brought this clip. I figured we watch it. We could talk about it. Here's the other thing, Joey, I should have mentioned to you. When we're playing a clip, mm-hmm. you can talk. Like It's not like we used to do on Backyard Buddies where we'd have to stop and listen to the clip. You can talk over the clip. So okay. if you want me to pause it or whatever, that's fine. Or if you want to make a little snark comment, feel free to go for Good it. Good to know. But show some goddamn respect for Leonardo DiCaprio, okay? That's all I'm going to say about this. That's important. Yeah, it's, it's crucially important. The, and also, look, here's the other thing. Uh, I get impassioned about things sometimes. And this is going to be a great medium, I think, to get my frustration out, maybe get a little feedback. And I think this is one of the most important issues that faces the world right now is climate change. It, you do believe that? I 100% do, yeah. Oh, okay. Why, you don't? No, because I'm more of the opinion of, and I know this is horrible, but I'm only going to be on this earth for another 50 years maybe i'm 24 now i figured 74 i'll probably punch out by then that's a good time so yeah so i mean nothing's gonna happen in the next 50 years i hope that will adversely affect my life i don't know about that i don't know about that i mean question for you what if you had a child or two well i'm not having kids oh okay that's already been (laughs) see that's the thing i feel like a a lot of well all right why don't we watch the clip and then we'll get into a broader discussion about it all right so here we go. This is Leonardo DiCaprio addressing the... He's a UN messenger of peace, by the way. What a wonderful title. He's a great he's, guy. He is a great guy. He's addressing the uh, UN Climate Summit uh, from this year. Here's Leo at the microphone. That's them. That's not us. That's on the video, guys. Right. 
He looks amazing. Thank you, Mr. Secretary General, Your Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen, and distinguished guests. Can I just say this? He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio from Gangs of New York. He so, does. Just yeah. in a suit. He looks like a complete badass. You should take what he says seriously, guys. But it, and he has the beard and like the little ponytail in the yeah. back. Yeah. He looks he looks ready to fuck. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm honored to be here today. I stand before you not as an expert, but as a concerned citizen. One of the 400,000 people who marched in the streets of New York on Sunday and the billions of others around the world who want to solve our climate crisis. Interesting point that Leo brings up there. I, I'm sorry if you guys are like really into what Leo's saying, but I'm going to pause it occasionally. There were huge climate protests that took place all over the world, but specifically in New York, and they got very minimal coverage. Yeah, they did. Like none at all, except for that goddamn polar bear getting arrested. Right, because it's something that they can make fun of. And that's the thing. Like it, it makes me wonder, like, or it doesn't make me wonder, but I believe that because corporations that have vested interest in oil and all this shit, they run the media. They they control the world to a certain extent. Why wouldn't they want you to see that? So you don't worry about it. Exactly. You know? That's the thing. Out of sight, out of mind. 100%. I, I didn't even know they had these. Right. And, and partly it is your fault yes. because you're not doing the research, but that's okay. But mostly it's the fault of these major media organizations that don't cover it or they'll cover a fucking polar bear getting arrested. Exactly. It's like, that's insanity. All yeah. right. Leo, please continue. As an actor, I pretend for a living. I play fictitious characters often solving fictitious problems. I believe that mankind has looked at climate change in that same way, as if it were a fiction, as if pretending that climate change wasn't real would somehow make it go away. But I think we all know better than that now. Every week we're seeing new and undeniable climate events, evidence that accelerated climate change is here right now. Droughts are intensifying, our oceans are acidifying, with methane plumes rising up from the ocean floor. We are seeing extreme weather events and the West Antarctic and Greenland ice sheets melting at unprecedented rates, decades ahead of scientific projections. None of this is rhetoric and none of it is hysteria. It is fact. The scientific community knows it, industry knows it, governments know it, even the United States military knows it. Oh, shit. The chief of the U.S. Navy's Pacific Command, Admiral Samuel Locklear, recently said that climate change is our single greatest security threat. And if you doubt that Leonardo DiCaprio is able to talk to an admiral in the U.S. Navy, you're wrong. Because this motherfucker has a huge yacht. He was at the World Cup and he banged like 50 supermodels on that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? This guy lives quite, leads quite the life. But the fact that he is the, this interested in it and this like invested in it, I think is there's something to be said for that. Like he, you know, he could just kind of say fuck it and do what a lot of other stars do and just kind of live this amazing life. But this guy, dude, he has like foundations and oh, shit, like absolutely. clean water foundation. Like he's, he's a pretty amazing guy uh, and one hell of a speaker. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, it's this. terrific. And that's the thing. It's important to have a guy who has this type of appeal, the ability to give a nice speech, you know, and actually get a point out there. It's very important. The other thing, it's like, you're absolutely right. He, he's, n if global warming, you're right. If he only lives to be 80, whatever. Yep. We'll be feeling some effects of it, but it won't be the type of thing where the world is literally over in 50 years. Leonardo can f leave areas that are shitty. He's not oh, yeah. stuck in a, you know, he has plenty of money. He can go do whatever he wants. So I think it's very admiral admirable that he is doing this. Uh, let's, let's hear what else he has to say. We're almost done with the clip. My friends, this body, 
perhaps more than any other gathering in human history, now faces this difficult but achievable task. You can make history or you will be vilified by it. Very nice. To be clear, this is not about just telling people to change their light bulbs or to buy a hybrid car. This disaster has grown beyond the choices that individuals make. This is now about our industries and our governments around the world taking decisive, large-scale action. Now must be our moment for action. We need to put a price tag on carbon emissions and eliminate government subsidies for oil, coal, and gas companies. We need to end the free ride that industrial polluters have been given in the name of a free market economy. They do not deserve our tax dollars. They deserve our scrutiny, for the economy itself will die if our ecosystems collapse. The good news is that renewable energy is not only achievable, but good economic policy. Right. He, he fumbles with the paper a little bit here. It makes me laugh. This is not a partisan debate. It is a human one. Clean air and a livable climate are inalienable human rights. And solving this crisis is not a question of politics. It is a question of our own survival. This is the most urgent of times and the most urgent of messages. Honored delegates, leaders of the world, I pretend for a living, but you do not. The people made their voices heard on Sunday around the world, and the momentum will not stop. But now it is your turn. The time to answer humankind's greatest challenge is now. We beg of you to face it with courage and honesty. Thank you. God damn. Well spoken. Uh, you want to talk about slapping somebody in the face? Leonardo DiCaprio just did it. Time will vilify these people. Oh, it absolutely. is their obligation to do something about it because he's right. He, and that, he brings up a great point when he goes, oh, it's not about light bulbs or recycling. It is important to do those things uh, for on a small scale. Of course. But we are not, I am not going to be able to stop BP from destroying shit or companies that do fracking. It's like that's where the problem is. Yeah. And that, that I have no control over that shit. Yeah. It's... Oh man, that was that was great. Right. Like he is a great public speaker and he did that. I mean, he, you pointed out he fumbled with the paper there for a second, but that like he wasn't reading notes. Like he like No, he oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like, he knew he, what he was saying. He was barely glancing at it, right. I mean, and it's important when you get a guy obviously of his caliber that's a phenomenal actor where he's, you know, in Wolf of Wall Street and every other fucking great movie, he can deliver a message of super importance, yeah. you know. Uh, Joey, what do you think about this? You're being awfully quiet over there. Uh, I think he did a good job, but it, I feel that it's this situation where you would have to have the companies there to also listen to him what he's saying. Because, yeah, the government would have to impose, but the company should make a be self-aware what they're doing to the envi environment. I, I mean, I guess to an extent. we. This is a thing that we used to talk about all the fucking time on Backyard Buddies, and it's something that I try to talk about mm -hmm. like generally. The corporations are only interested in making money. They're not interested, really. Obviously, it's paradoxical that they wouldn't be um, concerned about the planet that they make the money on surviving. Right. But they don't have an obligation to us they have an obligation to their board of trustees or stockholders or whatever it is government is the only thing that is going to be able to stop them because yeah yeah they can regulate them and that's a dirty word in america particularly on the right people are like oh free market blah blah okay free market but the free market's gonna be floating in the fucking ocean eventually you know we're not gonna be around 
Yeah, I mean, he brought it. He brought up a, a good point by uh, you know saying that. I, I don't know, man. Like he, he made. Uh, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Never mind. Okay, great point. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah, no. I mean, I think we've kind of said it, I, and I think yeah. Leo said it very well. And it's you know, it's interesting to see a guy that doesn't have to be doing it, right? Doing it, you know, which is what I like to. Why I brought the uh, the clip. Here's something interesting that I found last night, and incredibly unprofessionally, I don't have my email open, so I'm going to kind of stall as it loads. Um, I found an article, Jennifer Lawrence recently was involved in a massive celebrity nude photo leak. One that we, um, I'm not, well, should probably be kind of ashamed to say, we took advantage of it at this office. There were lots of uh, there was lots of photo sharing going on and lots of hey come check it come check out this photo this photo I saw Hillary Duff naked that was exciting sure did yeah we all did look I mean Joey did you get involved in the fappening as uh, it's called yeah I do have several of uh, Jennifer Lawrence pictures <laughs> on my phone no you don't no I do no no you've seen them but you don't have them on your phone why why would Le- he not have them on his phone legally you probably wouldn't have those right i don't think it matters never mind i don't care go to jail joey what do i care yeah. look anyway <laughs> the point the article that i wanted to bring in i read on the guardian it's uh the headline is jennifer lawrence denounces nude photo hack as sex crime oh yeah exactly go ahead what no okay first of all sex crimes are the most probably the most horrific thing that we have in the in this world i would say like they're like that's the worst of the worst right like, that and rape murder. And, right. but even i think in my opinion i i know murdering somebody is bad but raping somebody is is almost worse in my opinion because they have to deal with that mentally for the rest of their life sure yeah uh yeah i mean i don't agree necessarily but i I get where you're going with that right like yeah of course you kill somebody that's the end of their life but right but the mental anguish and the you know everything that goes along with the physical pain whatever that goes along with the rape yeah it's absolutely horrific it's horrible uh i come from the school of we shouldn't put anybody in jail that's non-violent they're selling drugs or whatever there's a reason why they're doing that if you rape or kill somebody you go to jail for life that's the end of it i don't believe in the death penalty but you just go to jail. We you, we don't need a fucking rapist or a murderer out there. Just put them in prison. You don't believe in the death penalty? No. Really? Yeah, I I don't uh, I don't the the simple reason is if you kill someone, the punishment can't be that you die because you're you're saying the thing that you did is so bad, we're gonna do it to you. And I I just think that that doesn't make sense logically. But, but. what about um? And I I get um for one murder, right. like if you kill one person. Yeah. What about uh, mass murderers who I, kill a whole lot of people? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still kind of feel the same way um, because th- the death penalty came out of an idea of like, we can't be sure that we can keep this person locked up. They might get out. We don't have that problem anymore. We have supermax prisons. These people can stay in them. Um, and that's like you were saying, where you kind of think rape is maybe worse than murder. It, live in a jail cell, you know, a, a solitary confinement for 23 hours a day or whatever. Mm. It is. That sucks dick. Why don't we let that horrible serial killer stay in jail for, you know, 50, 60 years? It's a terrible. That's you, a good point. You're kind of putting them out of their misery by just killing them. Yeah, no, that that's definitely you know? true. Um, and I think, uh, I don't know. It's always so funny to me that like, um, when these serial killers, like, or not just serial killers, but mass murderers, like uh, James Holmes, who, uh, if you guys don't know, is the one who committed the uh, the Colorado 
theater shooting. Oh, the Aurora oh, okay. shooting. The, the yeah. Aurora shooting. He was basically him. His lawyers were basically bending over backwards to take the death penalty off the table for him because he was. It just amazes me how they these killers are so terrified of the death penalty and the idea of losing their life. When you know they commit these crimes, sure. it's they're they're almost like going for numbers, like they're like trying to kill uh, as many people. Yeah, as oh, they absolutely, can. Like, absolutely. It, yeah. it blows my mind. Yeah, I mean that's a you know I mean there's like a whole another t- uh, thing that we can definitely talk about another time. But uh, you know, um, as it relates to this article, I I don't know, man. I I I agree with you when she calls the nude photos coming out a sex crime. <sighs> I mean, it, it in a certain way it minimizes what an actual sex crime. That's is, that's you know that's more my point is that you can't you know nude photos being leaked out. Yeah, I I get that that sucks for you when it's you're embarrassing. a celebrity. It's embarrassing, but it's nothing. It is nowhere near what you know the anguish that comes along with being a victim of a of a violent sex crime yeah absolutely because i think and also joey one second the this has been kind of a thing that's been coming out with like these these new feminist movements online Mm -hmm. and things like that where um you know they 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 are very much against anybody minimizing rape where you can't say well maybe it was kind of a rape it's like you can't even have that conversation so for her to come out and say this and they'd probably agree with her I think is uh, you know a discussion that's worth having. I, I I don't I don't agree with her that it's a a sex crime. It's definitely a privacy violation. Absolutely, it's a crime for sure. Well, my question is, if we do call it a sex crime, what would be the replic- uh, the, you know, the yeah the the penalty? Did, do, does she mention how she would right? No, she does. She doesn't people. No, she doesn't get into that. That's an interesting question, right? If you're going to redefine that a hacking can then be you can then be charged as a sexual predator or a rapist or whatever. I don't know. I think you're going into a weird area. Definitely the person should go to jail and they do get punished very harshly when they get caught. Yeah. Um yeah. how do you, and I don't know how this works. How did um how did all these photos get leaked? Did somebody like hack into somebody's like computer and take them all like it's their uh it's their iCloud. Their all iCloud out, account. Right? Yeah, that's supposedly what happened that this guy got into um, the iCloud accounts of like all these celebrities and was able to obviously uncover a trove of uh did, nude photos. Did you see um when this happened, uh, Steve-O from Jackass, did you see that and what happened with him? No. Uh, he was like, he basically dared, like, he was like, you know, this is so fucked up, like, hackers, like, I dare you to, to hack into uh, my cloud. Mistake! Uh, yeah, and, and a dude got into it right away. <laughs> yeah. And started, like, dude, leaking out all these photos, <laughs> like, these naked photos Steve-O had of, like, celebrities and, like pictures of him like the photo's been out there but him like puking in the, with all like the nitrous cartridges next to him oh, and like just God. when he was at his worst right. and like it, it it sucks but yeah don't dare hackers no of yeah, course they're, they're, they're great at what they do yeah and meanwhile steve-o's password is probably like jackass 69 you know right. it's like probably not that <laughs> difficult to get in there also if you're gonna dare a hacker to do something to you empty out your iCloud like get the yeah. embar- like or just have it be like you're a dick uh hacker you yeah. know like have something like that no yeah Okay, well, good idea, Steve-O. Here, at the end of this article, she has one quote uh, that really stood out to me. And she goes, 
Uh, every single thing that I tried to write, she was talking about uh, perhaps writing a, a statement about this thing that happened to her, Jennifer Lawrence. She uh-huh. goes, every single thing I, uh, uh, that I tried to write made me cry or get angry, which I do feel bad about that. Yeah, of course. Uh, she said, I started to write an apology, but I don't have anything to say I'm sorry for. It. And she's right. She doesn't. I start, uh, I was in a loving, healthy, great relationship for four years. It was long distance. And either your boyfriend is going to look at porn or he's going to look at you. Um, here's the thing. Here's where it kind of goes off the rails for me. It shows a lot because there was a shitload of pictures of Jennifer Lawrence that she was taking and fine. She was taking them for her boyfriend, whatever. But, but it also shows a kind of a weird level of like narcissism where it's like, do you really think your boyfriend's not jerking off to porn too? Yeah. (laughs) Like like, you're not going to stop him from doing that. No. And the idea, (laughs) right. right? (laughs) So ridiculous. Yeah. I, I I don't know. So, but anyway, but look, I, I'm not minimizing it. I do feel bad. What happened to her? I looked at the pictures, Jenny, baby, listen to me. You look great. Yeah. Even in pictures that you'd probably be embarrassed about. There's one of her like kind of crying or whatever. You look terrific. Nobody feels uh, negative towards you. You you have beautiful, you have just have a beautiful body. You Why did she take that picture of her kind of crying? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, you know what? I, I misspoke. It's not even her kind of crying. It's her like in the shower, I guess. She looks like a little drunk and like her mascara is running or whatever. But oh, it's sexy okay. as fuck. Yeah. Sorry. See, I feel bad because she lost an opportunity to sell that. True. Yeah, but I mean, look, because if you she could have made a hefty little if payday she, off of that. No doubt about it. But if she doesn't want them to be out there, fine. I yeah. get that. They shouldn't be out there. Um, but I I don't know. I have mixed feelings about, like, I don't feel bad looking at them. I didn't fucking hack them. No. You know, I had nothing to do with it. They're there. I'm looking at it. I'll watch a beheading video. I'll watch a lot of shit. It's just because it's there, I'm going to look at it. But I don't necessarily feel bad about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it. You You said it kind of when we started that you were like, you know shamefully or whatever yeah well kinda i mean we did we all looked at the pictures but again like you said i don't i don't really feel bad about it because i'm not the one who hacked into her icloud account and put all these pictures right. out there like right. if they're out there it, like you said like i kind of have to look you, you, you know like to I, I gotta it's check it out like i'll be i'll be out of the loop right if, if i don't <laughs> yeah we run a current events podcast what am i gonna do not Check out that sweet, sweet Heine. What am I going to do? We have to be up on these (laughs) things. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer Lawrence. And if you ever want to come on the show and talk about it. You're more than welcome. You are more than welcome. Andy, I love where your head's at. Jennifer Lawrence, I'm sure. Look, obviously, eventually, she's going to listen to this podcast Mm. because we have a huge name recognition. We're we're big stars, all of us, anyway. We got sponsors. Terrific podcast. We have, yeah, Chesterfield cigarettes. Go grab a carton of Chesterfield cigarettes today and smoke them till your lungs don't hurt because they're good for you. Yeah. Uh, she's going to listen to this eventually. Please call in. I'll give you my personal number. Here you can come into the studio, too. Oh, I mean, we'd love to have you here. I'm sure uh, John Fatigate would love to have Jennifer Lawrence walk through here. It'd be a big boon for all of us. I think he would like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Look, here's the thing. I a little bit of a conundrum right now. We I didn't expect that we were going to be able to talk for a half hour. I didn't know what to expect. Me and Andy have podcasts together on like a little uh, like pilot that we tried once. We didn't really go anywhere. Me and Joey, I know how it goes usually yeah. i'll talk for 56 minutes i'll give joey like three minutes at the end with his topics <laughs> and i'll shut them all down and then we end the episode yeah um we're at like almost a half hour right now yeah we are i have a couple of more topics i'm gonna leave it to you guys one of the topics that i brought and it's like a long 10 minute clip that we were obviously gonna like dissect kind of as we went through it it was um if you guys don't know this week on real time with bill maher he had on ben affleck and Sam Harris, who is an author and like a well-known atheist, as is Bill Maher. 
And they got into this long discussion about um, Islamophobia. Basically, Bill Maher and Sam Harris were saying that Islam is kind of an inherently violent religion. And Ben Affleck took great umbrage to this thing. Um, and it was just an interesting thing that maybe I wanted to get into. We don't have to get into it because I know that Andy has topics and Joey has topics. Um, and then maybe I could just run through. I have like two like shorter ones. Would you rather do that? Or what, what do you guys think? We can do this. I can, cause I only had a few topics and I can certainly shelf them and we can, um, we can just kind of run the rest of the show with, um, with, we'll do this video and, and you guys can cover your topics and I'll just kind of chime in and give opinions. Okay. Joey, what do you think? You feel comfortable with that? Yeah, absolutely. No, oh, you're right on the. You're right there, ready to chime in. Um, okay, yeah, and the other thing is, guys, we're gonna give out our contact information at the end. I'm at Mansamp on Twitter, M A N S A M P, and uh, let us know. You know, as you guys are listening to this, like, what? Uh, too much? Too little? Whatever. Yeah, um, let us know what you think. Yeah. All right. So why don't we do this? This is a longer clip. Obviously, like we just did with the Leonardo DiCaprio thing, we're probably going to cut into it and whatever. But let's uh, let's see this debate unfold on real time with Bill Maher. Um, I watched it live. I thought it was interesting. There's been a lot of you know feedback. We were actually even just talking about it with Mike Holland before we came in. Another guy that's that's here. We were having this conversation outside. But anyway, so never let's... allowed to be a guest on this podcast. Though. No, he's got his own podcast, Spooky Cast, and I think he should you know just kind of like stick to that. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have any sponsors or anything like. No, he definitely cigarettes. doesn't have Chesterfield cigarettes. So, um, all right. Anyway, so here we go. This is uh, this is real time with Bill Maher. Is that you and I have been trying to make the case? I think I have anyway. He's talking to Sam Harris. Liberals need to stand up for liberal principles. This is what yeah. I said on last week's show. Obviously, I got a lot of hate for it, but all I'm saying is that liberal principles like freedom of speech, freedom to practice any religion you want without fear of violence, mm. freedom to leave a religion, equality for women. Uh, quality for minorities, including homosexuals. These are liberal principles that liberals applaud for. But then when you say in the Muslim world, this is what's lacking, then they get upset. Yeah, yeah. Well, liberals have really failed on the topic of theocracy. They'll they'll criticize white theocracy. They'll criticize Christians. They'll still get agitated over the abortion clinic bombing that happened in 1984. But when, when you want to talk about the treatment of women and homosexuals and free thinkers and, and public intellectuals in the Muslim world, uh, I would argue that li- liberals have failed us. And uh, the crucial point of confusion... Uh, yeah, well, thank you. Thank God you're here. Yeah. Well, uh, that, that was Ben Affleck, by the way, who looks terrific but comes across like a bit of a smarmy dick throughout this thing. But he always comes across like that. I honestly, I was surprised. I was excited when he was going to be on the show, and I was like, "Oh, interesting." He's you know he's usually a, a good guest, and he was a good guest on this. But he definitely has a bit of a uh, like immediately he got very ag- aggressive with yeah. this conversation, which is but okay. But anyway, so continuing. The, the, the crucial point of confusion is that that. We have been sold this meme of Islamophobia where every criticism of the doctrine of Islam gets conflated with bigotry toward Muslims as people. Right. And that is uh, it's, it's intellectually ridiculous. Even it gets so hold on, are racist. you the person who understands the officially codified doctrine of Islam? He's uh, pissed. I'm actually well educated on this topic. I'm, I'm asking you, so I mean, you're you, saying if I criticize, the, you're saying that Islamophobia is not a real thing. 
that if you're critical of something and I, and Islamophobia to me is a thing, just like anything is bigotry, racism, sure. whatever. There are people that exist, but I but all right, but anyway, they they keep going. But Islamophobia definitely is a real thing, but I think it might be overblown, and they get into that. It, well, it's not a real thing when we do it, right? Well, well no, it no, really no, is. I'm not denying not, that that certain people are bigoted against Muslims as people, that's, right. and that's a that's problem. Big of you, but the. But why yeah, are you so hostile to, about it's, it's, it's gross. It's racist. It's, it's not. It's but it's so nuts. It's so. It's like saying it's so not your shifty Jew. You're not listening Absolutely to not. what well, we are saying. You guys, which for the record, Jews are not shifty. They're nice people. My girlfriend's Jewish. They're saying if you want to be liberals, believe in liberal principles right. like freedom of speech. Like right. um, you know, we are endowed by our uh, forefathers with an inalienable right. All men are created no. equal. And we have to be able to criticize bad ideas. And of course we Islam, do. No liberal doesn't okay, want to okay. criticize bad ideas. But Islam but why at this moment when, is the mother load of bad. Ideas. Jesus. So we have we have <laughs> that's ideas just a like, fact. like blasphemy. A, it is it's a, an ugly. Joe, you got something to say there? Yeah. See, I think talking to the microphone. I think what Ben is trying to do is say that you can't tell a whole group of people, especially mm-hmm. religion, that they're wrong, and maybe that's why he gets so defensive. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. And can I say this? You can. I I disagree. <laughs> I think you can tell a religion that they're wrong because they can't prove anything. Uh. Excuse me. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I think he's reacting. Jesus Christ, I'm drinking seltzer. I'm just fucking burping into the mic. I would love to have Polar Seltzer, by the way, as a sponsor. Anyway, Bill, uh, I I think realistically probably Ben Affleck is a big Hollywood guy. He travels in a lot of circles that are probably quite liberal. And when he has these conversations, he's probably not used to encountering anybody that has a counterpoint where they're like, no, you know, the Islam has been bastardized to an extent. They are violent. He probably doesn't get that a lot. Yeah, no, I don't think he gets that a lot at all. But just like watching like his, his, facial like he's angry here and like and very like i would not even angry like distraught like yes he's like he can't it seems like he can't comprehend what you know these counterpoints like Uh, he's never been faced with them and now he's like it's like fucking with his head oh no doubt about it right and i mean you're listening to sam harris who couldn't be more of a um, boring kind of intellectual guy that's just yeah. going to talk like that. And, and Ben Affleck's like, what the fuck are you? All right. Yeah. Let's continue, Big Ben. Tell me what you got to say, buddy. Apostasy. It is it's basic liberal well, let me unpack it. tolerance. Let, yeah, me, exactly. let me unpack but it. But not for intolerance. No, of course it's not. But the picture you're painting. The, the guy talking right now is Nicholas Kristof. I don't know what publication he works for. And then the other guy you might hear is Michael Steele, who's the former uh, RNC chairman. Is to some extent true, but is hugely incomplete. It is certainly true that plenty of fanatics and jihadis are Muslim, but the people who are standing up to them, Malala, uh, incredible Muhammad Ali, uh, who is amazing, in, yeah. in Iran, in prison for nine years for speaking up for Christians, uh, a friend that I had in Pakistan who was shot this year, uh, Rashid Rahman, for defending people. He made that name up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, he a racist. <laughs> Accused of apostasy. But, but, or how about the more than a billion those, people those who are aren't Muslims fanatical, too. who don't punch well, women, who just want to go to the store? Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Don't do any of the things that you're saying all Muslims. Wait a second. Wait a second. Stereotyping. Guys, one at a time. One at a time. And you're painting the whole religion with that. No, no. Let's get down to who has the right answer here. A billion people, you say. All these billion people don't hold any of these. Billion five or something. Don't hold these pernicious beliefs. I wouldn't. Oh, well, they don't. That's just not true, Ben. That's just not ben. true. Can, can I can I just express how I think it breaks down? The idea you haven't even the, defined. The, you're, you're trying to say that these few people—that's all the problem—is these few bad apples. The idea that someone should be killed if they leave the Islamic—that's horrible. 
that should okay. wait, wait, that, that but wait. You're saying that the idea that Islam. someone should be killed if they leave the Islamic religion is just a few bad apples. The people who would actually believe in an act that you murder somebody if they yes. leave Islam yes. is not the majority of Muslims at all. Wait, okay, but is it? Let, let me let me you, break you, this you down for you. Okay, we have as you, as you say, we have 1.5, 1.6 billion mm -hmm. Muslims. Now, Second biggest religion in the world, a quarter. Well, Ben, let me let me unpack this. Let me unpack this for you. Please do. Um, we have luggage this, this, in there packed. Just up. imagine. <laughs> it's so dickish. Like that's it, he loses points because even if he's a hundred percent right, like just being that kind of like dick aggressive is. I just think it's funny too because they just put up a um, a thing underneath him, and they've been putting up all these things underneath uh, underneath. Every new person. Yeah, they we, go we to, have a we have a TV in here that like, we're watching the clip. Yeah, so we, sorry, we're, we're watching. But it'll say like author like of their book or right. whatever or works or and then it's just under Ben Affleck. It's just actor gone girl. Those are his credentials. Specifically, not an expert at anything. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, but you know, look, he's got a he's he makes some good points throughout the thing, but I just think his attitude kind of like invalidates some of what he's saying off the bat. You know? Yeah, it's hard to um to be taken seriously when you're when you're this like upset and sure. you can't deliver your points in like a calm collected manner right joey you have to stay composed thank you um, thank you concentric circles here you have at the center you have jihadists these are people who wake up in the morning wanting to kill apostates wanting to to die trying they believe in paradise they, horrible they, they bad people in, that, in, yeah. in martyrdom outside of them we have islamists these are these are people who are just as convinced of martyrdom and paradise and and wanting to to foist their religion on the rest of humanity, but they want to work within the system. They're not going to blow themselves up on a bus. They want to change governments. They want to use democracy against itself. That, it, that, those two circles arguably are 20% of the Muslim world. Okay, this is, this is not what the fringe of the fringe. What are you basing that research on? A, a bunch of poll results that we can talk about. So uh, to, to give you one point of contact. <laughs> I love that response. 78% of data that I Muslims investigated. think that the yeah. Danish cartoonists should have been prosecuted. 78%. So I'm being conservative when I roll this back to 20%. But outside of that circle, you have conservative Muslims who are, can, can, write, can honestly look at ISIS and say that, that does not represent us, we're, that we're horrified by that, but they hold views about human rights and about women and about homosexuals that are deeply troubling. So, so they, these are not Islamists, they're not jihadists, but they... But they Indeed, those they, are the views are divine. Divine. And, but, and, and but, but they, they also keep women and homosexuals immiserated in these cultures, and we have to empower the true reformers in the Muslim world yeah. to, to change it. And, oh, what, and but, lying about the, the, the link yeah, between okay. doctrine let, let and, and behavior is not yeah. going to do that. Oh, ben Adlik just did a little, like, wrap it up thing. <laughs> the great divide is not between Islam and the rest. It's right. rather between the fundamentalists right. and the moderates in each faith. Okay, but we're misled to think that the fundamentalists are the fringe. Okay, we have jihad jihadists, That's Islamists, and point. conservatives. Well, and by the so way, there's hundreds so where, of millions just, of people. Just that say, you're saying that the... That the the strongest voices are coming from those who are jihadists and extremists. And that, sir, that represents yes. a bigger piece yes. of the pie than we often Th think is true. There's no question. Okay, so that. having said that, and, and if you, it, even if that is true statistically or otherwise, the key thing to recognize that I don't think is part of the argument, but I think should be, is that there are voices that are oftentimes uh, raised uh, in opposition to these Ben Affleck is just sitting there, like these extreme rubbing his head, like what? I can't they believe don't this get is happening. They don't get exposed, and they're not given the same well, level of oh, one that reason, same level of platform 
um, that we. Well, I'm also going to say this. I don't know. I don't know if 10 minutes is too long a clip to be playing, but I figured this is a good like discussion they were having, and I, I wanted to talk about it too. In the future, I doubt we'll have these like very long clips, and I could probably edit them down a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? What are you doing? You're in your car, or you're on the subway, or you're in class. Enjoy this shit, okay? It's like a little bit of media. This is something I like to talk about. I'll bring commercials in, and I'll fucking yell about the 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 Crest White Strips girls. I hate <laughs> them. We'll get into that shit later. There's like a couple minutes left in this clip, and then we'll we'll discuss it. But I just wanted to check in, and make sure you uh, you cute listeners are enjoying yourselves. I don't the, like the Crest the, White Strips. One reason they don't Good, get exposed is because they're afraid to speak out. Because that's, it's the only oh. it's the because it's the that's only it. religion that acts like the mafia that will fucking kill you. That, if you say the wrong true. thing, I mean, draw the wrong picture, or write the wrong book. So you do yeah. have, and that's, that's, you do have, but there's, there's a reason why Ian Hersey Ali needs bodyguards yeah. 24-7. You do that element of fear as well, but you also have other braver souls out there who do speak out. And who, like, like and who are the, risking their lives risking to those, do that. Like, yeah. the, like the, uh, the Muslim uh, clerics yes. and uh, others in, from Australia to, to Europe to the United States just recently... See, this is a point that he makes, and he's right. There are uh, Muslims around the world that are doing it, but the problem is, to an extent, we need Muslims in the Middle East, in these countries where ISIS is. We need them to step up and condemn this and try to start a movement against these radical... And and I'm not denying that they're radical, but we have to have a movement amongst them to to, to combat this shit. It's all well and good for some, like, Muslim pastor in Kansas... To be like, no, they shouldn't do it. Yeah, of course, because you're in Kansas. Right. But you're not on the front lines facing. Right. This it's shit. a different story when you're in, you know, uh, Iraq or whatever, and and you're you're really like next to an ISIS or whatever, you know. Right. And one more thing, for people not seeing this clip, Ben Affleck is losing his shit. Yeah. This yeah. entire time. The whole time like, while people are talking, he, he's visibly. He shaking. wants yeah. to fight people. Like yes. he wants to get up and just fist fight Bill Maher because that's how things are handled in all of his movies. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. He a- believes he is. Bad. Batman. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. If you want to find this clip uh, to like actually see what he looks like, I'm sure if you just search for Bill Maher, Ben Affleck, Islamophobia, a clip will come up very easily. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's finish this up and then we can talk about it. publicly put their names on paper, declare declaring their opposition to what ISIS and, and others yeah, are doing. Need, so there are that. those voices, but where was the coverage? Yeah. Where was where was that story to sort well, of create a different okay, picture? Well, what is your solution? What, what is your ask? No, the, 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 solu- the solution, the no, 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 the solution to, is very to, to much what We've killed more Muslims than they've killed no, us by not, an awful lot. We've we invaded need, more Muslims. I'm not from That is true. Yet somehow we're exempted from these things because they're not really a reflection of what we believe in. We did by accident. That's why we invaded Iraq and put four million We're not convincing anybody. It's not this. Specifically okay. telling you that I disagree um, with what you think. I, don't yeah, actually I understand know. my and, argument. And we're obviously not convinced. I don't understand it. <laughs> you don't understand fact, my argument. You know, well, your argument is like, you know, black people, you know, they show no, each no, other. That is not my argument. No, it's not. It's based That's on facts. Dangerous. I can show you a pupil yeah, oh, of Egyptians. Yeah. They are not outliers in the Muslim world that say like 90% of them believe death is the appropriate response to leaving the religion. If 90% of Brazilians thought that death was the appropriate response to leaving Catholicism, you would think it was a bigger deal. 
I would think it's a big deal no matter what. Okay, but that's the fact. But what I wouldn't do is say it's all Brazilians, or I wouldn't say, well, Ted Bundy did this. God damn, these gays are all trying to eat each other. (laughs) That's actually what you want. There are hundreds of millions of Muslims who are nominal Muslims, who don't take the faith seriously, who don't want to kill apostates, who are horrified by ISIS, and we need to defend these people prop them up and let them reform. Dude, you're talking, ISIS like couldn't fill a double-A ballpark in Charleston, West Virginia, and you were making a career no, no. out of ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. Uh, but no, 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 it's not no, just ISIS, not. it's the all op- jihadists. It's global, it's a phenomenon it's of global a, jihad. I, I think that's the opposite. There, there, there is those things, there's ISIS, there's global jihadists. The question is the degree to which you're willing to say, because I've witnessed this behavior, which we all object to on the part of these people, it's I'm willing to flatly condemn not, those not, of you I don't know and have never met. No, this is not based condemning on people. Re- it's yeah, ideas. It's, and gotta make and people who believe in those yes, ideas. So it's based, based, those people believe based no, on reality, Ben. Based on we're not action. making it up that there is that in the Muslim world it is mainstream belief. But this Main- is such a caricature of it Indonesia, is, of Malaysia, okay, wait a so minute. much of the world. And this does have the tinge a little bit of the way white racists talk about African Americans and define blacks by but what you're saying is because criminals, they are a minority, we shouldn't make we shouldn't we shouldn't criticize that, as that much of a minority, the second biggest religion in the world. Exactly, but they're but you're treating them like a minority. But, I mean, if Filipinos were capturing teenagers and sending them into white slavery, we would criticize that. We wouldn't say, you well, they're criticize Filipinos. the people who are doing it, not the Philippines. You know what I mean? Well, what if the people... As a Filipino kid lives on the street from you, would have nothing to do with that. So these yeah. are different things, crazy Racial people. Racial stereotyping. I, I think, I think All, right. It goes. All right, well, that's basically the end of the argument. Um, any initial thoughts on that, guys? Um... Like, other than Ben Affleck's obvious disdain for the conversation to begin with. This is the thing. This is why I wanted to bring it up. I'm not necessarily showing it because I agree with what Bill Maher and Sam Harris are saying, or that I totally disagree with everything Ben... You know, but... The point is this could be and should be probably a conversation when we're sending troops into Iraq and Syria to combat radical Muslims in ISIS or whatever. Let's have a conversation about whether that's valid or invalid or whatever, because then that'll help us inform, uh, you know, as a country, it'll inform our decisions, I think, you know, our opinions about this stuff. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think... uh, um I think it would be wise for a lot of people to uh, try and educate themselves on this topic because I think a lot of people don't know. You right. know, I think a lot of people just um, they kind of take the headlines for for what they are. Like they see these like ISIS beheadings and stuff like that, and just think it's terrible. But I, I think, um, and, and this is something even I need to do. I um, there's there's a lot more to it. Than than just those headlines, you know what I mean? Oh, like no there's doubt a, about there's it. a lot more to know about it, and then kind of you know, I don't know. I guess form your opinions after you know you've done the research and you and you've seen all sides to the argument. I don't again, like you said, I don't necessarily agree with Bill Maher, but you know, I can, I at least appreciate that they're both kind of they. They know a lot about what they're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, he, and the other th- the other thing is, uh, Ben Affleck does make a good point because I agree with him a bit that ISIS can't fill a double A ballpark in wherever he said he's right. ISIS to me is an overblown threat to America. I mean, our military has even said they they have no means of attacking us here. They're not coming here. They can't do anything, and then probably they don't have any um, designs on coming here right now anyway. 
they would probably want to like take Baghdad and Iraq realistically if, if we're, we're game planning. So he's right to that extent that we're, we're turning, uh, you know, a couple of beheading videos, which are terrible, but we're turning them into this big, massive threat against us, which I don't think it is. However, I do think ISIS is sort of like Nazism in, in a way they've, you know. Well, I'm actually shocked because if I think back like six months ago, I don't even remember anything about Cyrus. To, to me, Cyrus? Like- Iris? Miley Cyrus. Remember she was at the VMAs and she yes. did that dance with those little hot pants on and her, her like pasty her. ass jiggled. Uh, ISIS. Yeah. ISIS. Um, well, par- see, to me, this seems like a new group that came out of nowhere. They are a new group that came out of nowhere. And that's part of the argument uh, in the broader sense of like, should we go after terrorists and all that stuff? There's always going to be a new group. There's always going to be ISIS or Al Qaeda or Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula or whatever it is. Part, p- probably we uh, supplied weapons to uh, ISIS fighters because in Syria a couple of years ago when uh, and it's still going on there's a civil war in Syria when Assad was attacking his own people there was these Syrian rebels that people like John McCain and a lot of people in the United States were saying we should arm them they probably oh. became ISIS that's you know what we're starting to realize like huh it's weird they have all these American weapons and shit where'd they get them well they went they got them in Syria and then they went to Iraq and fucking took all the weapons we gave to the Iraqis that had no interest in you know fighter yeah. so it's like it's a whole fucking thing look i bring it up because i think it's an interesting topic um and i don't know is it unfair to say that islam is is causing it i don't know but they're certainly using it as a me as all religion is as a means of control and they these people are radical muslims are certainly using islam as a, a means of control yeah so Wow. Okay, man, that got really intense. Um, we're at 50 minutes. I don't give a shit. I think we should keep going. This is going great. Yeah. Um, can I bring up a, a, a quick subject change? No. Yes. You know, um, you like MMA. I love it, yeah. Uh, Mayhem Miller, the fighter. Oh, no. Why? What happened? On Twitter right now is documenting a standoff he's having with the LAPD SWAT team. Oh, my Go to his God. fucking Twitter, dude. That's Dude, that's so sad to me. Mayhem, yeah, if he, for, he's, he got in it. Yeah, he's, he was an okay fighter. Um, he's kind of gone off the rails. He definitely has some mental issues. I'm, I'm not sure what they are. I, I don't think he has drug abuse issues. Or uh, I've I'm never not sure. He retired it. like maybe a year or two ago. He, he ended up getting into the UFC eventually. Uh, had like a very poor showing. He was sort of like at the end. His, of his last rate. fight was yeah. very poor. He was embarrassing. Flat. Really. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Um, and he's had a couple of run-ins with the law since then. Wow, that's really sad. I, I feel bad, and I, I got to be honest, as somebody that like follows this shit, I'm not surprised at all. And I was kind of expecting that something like this would eventually happen. Yeah, that's sad. And I just, I was just scrolling Twitter, and I saw this, and like he, he's documenting this. Like his last tweet was, "Now uh, they broke my window with some box with a phone in it and AR-15s. They are terrified, and they all have guns, scaring my hot dog, which is his dog, his dog, his wiener yeah. dog." Fuck, that's terrible. Well, look, I mean, that's shit. Well, when you guys hear this, it'll be a, like a week old news, but that's um why is this watching going after? Um, Who the fuck knows what he was doing? I can from what I can understand from his tweets, which are all like you can tell he's, he's mentally yeah, un- yeah. unbalanced, but Absolutely. Um I don't know. I think he has he has a kid, I guess. I'm not sure. And and like the mother of his child, like they're on, you know, they're not agreeing right now. And I, I think he he's mentioning something about how he was supposed to go to court this morning. Oh, here I'm reading right now. Yeah, he had a bench warrant out. 
uh, for his arrest for allegedly stalking at the home of somebody. I don't know who, uh, when it escalated into a SWAT call. Well, that's sad, man. I I feel really bad for this dude, but you know, obviously he's going to be a little fuckity fucked right now. Yeah. That's breaking news. The mandatory Samson podcast is breaking Breaking news. news recorded. You'll get it in a week, but this is live right now. Um, all right, well, so maybe with that, some we'll uh, keep our eye on. We'll update it next uh, next podcast. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. It's sad that poor bastard, but whatever. He's yeah, that's apparently one thing that I don't want to add to my bucket list is a SWAT team coming after me. Well, you never know. You never know, Joey. A couple of years from now, you might want to rob a bank or something, and you know, go out in a blaze of glory, like Dog Day Afternoon. That yeah. type of thing. Dog Day Afternoon. I like that. I like that reference. Yeah, one of the best movies of all time. Great. Sidney Lumet, Al Pacino starring in it. And guys, if you want to go back and watch this fucking terrific masterpiece of cinema, not one single bit of music is in that whole thing. It's all yeah. no score at all. It's just sound for the movie. Phenomenal movie. Really, really good. Pretty amazing. Um, all right. So that's it for my movie, uh, for my video clips, excuse me. I brought uh, a couple other stories. Um, One of them was about these Orthodox Jews that were on a flight to Tel Aviv, and they refused to sit next to women. They they flew for 11 hours and stood in the fucking aisle rocking back and forth and like, you know, praying or whatever. Hey, dummies, guess what? See, just to prove that we're not... Uh, everybody's going to get it on this show, okay? I don't really care. These, like, ultra-Orthodox Jews refuse to sit next to women, which is so archaic and insane. Meanwhile, they're willing to fucking fly on a plane, right? They're willing to adopt certain parts of modernity, except, uh, oh, I can't touch a woman. What are you, insane? It's crazy. So, like, religion will go to these crazy extremes, and that's why I wanted to bring up the Islam thing, too. You can take it to crazy extremes, but at least they're not fucking stabbing the women, right? My only thing is that they should have bought the tickets earlier so that way they all could sit together and not have to worry about in-flight issues. That's Great a point. Good, yeah, that's a That really actually good is point. a fair point, Joe. Yeah, and they were trying to actually, on the flight, they were trying to buy better like seats away from women. If I was a dude on that plane, I'd be like, go oh, fuck yourself. Stand in the middle no, of the No, you take the cash. That's fine. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, what, are you, what are you offering there, Shlomo? What do we got? <laughs> well, and the... the, the... <laughs> oh, what? That's a, a standard Jewish name. I yeah, think it's okay. It's fine. But... um. Steven. It could have been just as easily could have been Steven. And I guess they like, didn't they delay the flight by like 12 hours? Yeah, or uh, they delayed the flight by like 20 minutes, but the, but because they Are were you sure. To, like, yeah, in the oh, article. Oh, I thought it was like a real. I'm taking that from uh, Sam Murill when I was engineering his podcast. He <laughs> said it was 12 hours. Factually incorrect. It's an 11 hour flight. Way to go, Sam. You're making me look like an asshole on my show. No, you look amazing. They, yes. um, it's a, yeah, it's a, it was an 11 hour flight. And oh, maybe that's what they he got del- Yeah, and they delayed okay. it for 20 minutes. But still, it's fucking irritating as shit. You're about to get on a, an 11-hour flight. Yeah. And and you got to wait because these crazy people that don't want to sit. Yeah. Sit the fuck down. If you're, if you're sitting next to a woman and you're not allowed to touch her... It's your burden, my friend. You, yeah. better, you better tighten up for that 12 hours and read, read your Torah and just relax. And how bad, you know, just like, ah, fuck them, dude. Like, I'm so tired of people like taking their like religious beliefs and fucking projecting them on people like it, yeah. it's fu- like you said if if you can't touch a woman or whatever fucking tighten up that's your problem that's gonna be your Don't issue fucking right. delay my flight when i gotta be on this plane for 11 fucking hours right, which is a like, miserable you that's a suck event anyway having to be yeah. stuck in a plane for that long yeah, no that, that. that but again like and i don't have a problem with them practicing their religion go for it i mean i think it's silly a lot of what what they're doing i think a lot of religion is silly and i'm sure that's something Agreed. we're gonna get into me and joey both went to the same catholic schools for uh you know 12 years so we can get into that but 
practice what you want, but do not let it infringe on anybody else because yeah, freedom of it. religion means I have the freedom to not have one. Right. And I, it doesn't have to infringe on my, uh, you know, my flight to Tel Aviv. Jesus Christ. All right. So that's that. We went through that quickly. Uh, one more little thing I'll just touch on at the New York Rangers. I'm a huge hockey fan. The New York Rangers open their season tonight in St. Louis. I'm very excited. It's the debut of Anthony, the Duke Duclair, who I think is going to be a phenomenal prospect for the team. Uh, this is something we'll get into another time. I'm just going to skip through it. Although I am wearing a Matt Zuccarello, number 36, New York Rangers home jersey. It's a great looking jersey. Thank you. It feels very comfortable. I love it. I bought it in the playoffs last year. And uh, that's the story. I have one more video. I'm not going to really play it. Uh, no, maybe I'll play it real quick. You guys should look it up. It's these two fucking kangaroos. Uh-huh. Yeah, somebody took a video. It's these two kangaroos fighting in the streets in uh, Australia. Amazing. It's fucking crazy to watch. Oh, my God. We're watching it right now. It's creepy as fuck because they use their tails to balance. Guys, awesome. it's on. This was a Guardian video. It was on Holy the Guardian. Holy shit! If you search for kangaroos fighting Guardian, it'll come up. It's so creepy because they're really punching each other and kicking each other. It looks like an MMA fight, but they're fucking kangaroos. It does look like it's an MMA so fight. Weird. Standing up like they're that. landing fucking jabs and shit. Yes, and they bounce on their tails, so it looks like they're floating. It's so creepy. Yeah. You guys definitely check this video out. It's amazing. How tall you think? Five feet, six feet? No, those five. Yeah, those things are like six fucking feet for sure. Yeah. Look at that goddamn thing, and they put the like. The music in the background, it's really a good video to watch. You guys should check it out. We're watching it now. All right. I is don't want to. Is that wanna... Swan Lake in the background? Uh, I think I, it is. It yeah. might be, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so this keeps It's like a three minute clip. It's really fucking worth watching. Because God, it's... life in Australia is amazing. Oh, my. Could you imagine coming out of your house in the morning? You're tired on a Monday and you come out and there's these two giant animals kickboxing in the street. It's like watching Alistair Overeem fight. Yeah, they're going at it. It's mental. Yeah. It, it, look at It's really terrifying. <laughs> oh look at that. God. They double kick their back legs and stay standing because they're tails. So I creepy. don't think they can kick one leg at a time. No, I. Oh, really? Yeah, I think oh, they, maybe they can't. Legs. What a silly animal. Unbelievable. <laughs> We're so lucky that all we have is like pigeons here. It's fine. True. True. Uh, all right. Anyway, so yeah, guys, go check that out. I am completely out of topic, so I'm going to leave it to either Andy, and I know Joey has uh, probably like a little rundown, and we'll, we'll see how this goes. Andy, do you have anything specifically, or would you rather just throw it right to Joey? I want to hear Joey's topic. All right, Joey, this okay. is your big moment. This is your time to shine. This is something that we did every Backyard Buddies podcast, yep. which I keep mentioning that because it was a lot of work. We did 20-something episodes. I thought it was really good. Andy can vouch. I loved it. Um, and uh, so if you guys want to go check that out, that's fine. Joey, it's on you, my friend. Okay. Take it away. So what we have here is... Talk directly okay. into the microphone. So what we have here is something called Vive, V-I-V-E. How, how would you pronounce Vi- that? Vive? Vive? Vive. I think so it's Vive. 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 Okay. So apparently Vive is a smart bracelet <laughs> that lets you know how drunk you are and tells your friends how drunk you are as well. Oh, So okay. apparently it's a bracelet. What's the, idea? What's the point of that, just so you know? Um, apparently they said that the point of it is if somebody had too much to drink and they couldn't press the, uh, the bracelet... The bracelet will notify everybody that they're with that they didn't squeeze it and they could be in trouble. I don't. I I got to be honest with you. I don't understand. Is this for women? Like, is it I, against like sexual issues? Yes, it's more pushed towards women. Okay. Okay. Well, that's. Oh, I see. So if they're so let me if ask they go you this, out for girls' night, right? And they their blood alcohol goes over a certain level. 
then it Everybody would alert knows. their friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? That's actually kind of a good idea. Yeah. We, uh, I, I do the news on the TFM podcast with uh, J Train, Jared Freed, a uh, great dude. Um, and He's we okay. did it. Yeah, he, yeah, he's just average. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. We did a uh, story this week about the sexual Love consent you, app that's like nine fucking steps, and it's just insane. That's a lot of stuff. This actually sounds maybe like a bit of a better idea. So at least your friends are like, oh, my God, Sherry is all screwed up tonight. Yeah. Well, see, I, I kind of like my idea better where it's just a bracelet that says you're ready to go. That's it. What do you mean? Well, like you're oh, out at a bar. You're flirting. You're whatever. flirting. I don't uh, have a boyfriend or another bracelet. Or maybe it changes colors so when you do have a boyfriend. So this little lady you're talking to gets a little moist in the undies, and you're and it just the the bracelet goes bling, ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Terrible idea. What else you got, Joey? How many more topics <laughs> do you have? Um, I got three more, but you can always. All right. You know, why don't you tell that. me what some of those top? Pick your pick your favorite one out of those okay. three, and then we'll split the last two. Okay. My favorite one is: Did you hear about the new Facebook profile from the Justice Department? No, I didn't, and I will let everybody that's listening know: I don't have Facebook. I deleted my Facebook two years ago, and it's something I like to talk about. I don't have Facebook either. Hey, very smart, Andy. Joey, Thanks. you suspended yours for a while. I, right? I do have a Facebook. I have a thousand friends, and you can totally add me. And of those thousand, what would you say? Seven. Ten of those people are like real friends of yours. Oh, real friends? Probably two. Probably two. Okay. Uh, yeah, friend Joey on Facebook. It's Joey Noe. No, no, no. It's Joey from Jersey. Joey from Jersey on Facebook. Okay. Go, go ahead. Buddy. Okay. So the DEA made a profile because they were doing drug busts okay. of this one woman, Sandra, or cat or quit. I don't know. A u a o q u i e. There's no way Sandra it's or cat or just quit. That doesn't make sense. Okay. So Miss Arquette apparently was arrested in 2010 on charges of possession to distribute cocaine. Oh, okay. So they thought, well, maybe Love me some cocaine. if I <laughs> never tried it, but go for it if you guys like it. Yeah, I want to ride the white pony. Maybe if I make a profile for Sandra, she could get in touch with the other people willing to deal cocaine. Oh, okay. So from a cell phone, they took all our pictures and they created a profile right. and tried to go out and friend other people to see if they can get any other drug busts. Oh. Who is this? The DEA did That's this? The DEA up. did this. <laughs> you fucking sneaky motherfuckers. But they do that very often with not, not so much creating social media profiles, but one of their biggest assets when they arrest a drug dealer is getting that phone. Right, because yeah. oh, sure, you open yeah. those fucking text messages, and it's just a well of <laughs> right. fucking of information. Yeah, no doubt about it. Right. Uh, see, but do we think that this is okay? Like, should this be something where? Um, no, it's this, horrible. It's horrible. But here's the here's the like gray area of it. Of I'm playing devil's advocate. You have to sign up for Facebook, so you you sign up for it. You're consenting essentially to being involved in that world so if the dea wants to get involved in that and use it to their advantage well they i guess technically should be able to but it's fucking trickery here's the thing i just don't don't do your drug deals on social media just um just do yeah, for the kids v- listening that's really important yeah just do them via text message or don't no i don't text. think no, 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 have a boner phone you have to have a boner phone uh, why is she using a personal phone that has facebook well, she should have she a burner she's that's dumb. a good yeah. point here's the thing for kids that uh marijuana legalization is going to be something that comes up on this podcast for sure yeah um don't you shouldn't text if you're texting your drug deal it's probably not a good idea uh, give them a quick call it's way harder to trace that they can trace your text for sure 
So be smart, guys. Or, or use, use code. code. Exactly, yeah. right. Would you got the stuff? Hey, did you pick up any of those limes? I need 3.5 limes. Uh, <laughs> all right. 3.5 uh, is a normal bag of marijuana um, for anybody listening. Joey, you got two topics left. Okay, so... Tell me what they are vaguely about. All right, so what we can do is we can talk about Walmart. Uh-huh. Or we can talk about Ebola really quickly. No, let's wait on Ebola because shit's going to pop off on Ebola. That's going to be going on. We all can right. get into True. that. Uh, and... W- if you want, uh-huh. I have names that I wanted to call the podcast okay. right. before Ma- you named it. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't tell you that I decided, me and Andy kind of decided that we we're going to name it the Mandatory Samson yeah, podcast. Yeah, you just do that right on me. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, doesn't mean anything, uh, but that's it's a cool name, and that's just what we're going with. Why don't you tell me about Walmart? Okay. Is it a long thing? Should no, we no, even no, get no. into it? Okay. It, it's a quick thing. Walmart chose to end coverage, the healthcare coverage, right. for 30,000 part-time workers. Good. That's, yeah. That counts anyone who look, works less than 30 hours. Right, it's, which is bullshit anyway, because like, that's a lot, of, a lot of hours. It's 5% of the company's part-time workforce of about 600,000. Right. Mm. Now, my How own, much would it cost them? Did you have that? I, I, I do it not doesn't have matter. the figures. Fuck them. I, yeah, yeah it, fuck that. Put it this way. It was more than enough for them to do it. Yeah, of course. Right. Now, the thing I found interesting was they got a quote from... You're drowning here. I'm sorry. <laughs> from Labi Dwab. Who what? I, you know what? Nope, I don't know. Just well, skip okay. it. Keep so, going. So the president... This is, go- <laughs> this is going great. So <laughs> the president of wealth and uh, health and wellness for Walmart says yep. that their goal is to be the number one healthcare provider in the industry. Wow. You want to be the number one provider in the healthcare industry, but you don't want yeah, to give your workers right. healthcare. Such pieces of shit, and this is something that definitely, I think this is like mostly what I talked about on Backyard Buddies. Like, it is, it fucking drives me crazy when these corporations that are making billions of dollars a year off of the poorest people in America and deriving their workforce from the same people refuse to do the bare minimum that you can do for a human being, which is to make sure that they can stay healthy. It fucking drives me crazy, especially when Walmart, let's be honest, is not selling gourmet food, right? They're selling the shit that will make you sick and unhealthy. And then when, when you're part of their workforce, they don't even want to pay for your health. One thing, fuck off. That drives me insane. I have to say about Walmart though. Uh If you have ever had to deal with customer service at Walmart being in that line. I, I really have only been to like a Walmart once. Okay. Honestly. Walmart employees are the worst, are the worst employees I have ever encountered in my whole life. Yeah, because they're getting paid $7 an hour and they don't even have uh, health How insurance. Whatever, man. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, like it, it blows my mind when I go in there, like just the... the just how much they don't Yeah, the care. level of I don't give a fuckness. Of, that's I don't matter. give yeah. a fuck about your issues. Like if right. I'm if my break is coming up, then like I'm gone. Or like there's there's no going not even the extra mile. There's right. no going an extra fucking step <laughs> to help somebody. Right. Well here's the thing. I mean, you're right. I mean, I've de- we've experienced that in a lot of places. Fucking Kmart for one yeah. is a place Is Kmart still a thing? Absolutely yes, insane. Yeah, but my like where I come from i live in uh, i live in the city now but i'm from new jersey yeah there's some kmarts there yeah. and that's like a oh god it's like torture going to kmart mm. but here's the thing i definitely understand that you know you maybe you don't want to go the extra mile because fucking walmart is not going at all to try to help you either they True. they think that just because they've given you this shitty low-wage job 
you that's you owe them you everything, owe them yeah. but you don't. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, there is something to be said about having pride in your work, even if it's not what you want to be doing and kind of being conscientious. But Walmart could fucking pony up and pay for the, and I'm assuming the shitty healthcare that they would be having anyway probably wouldn't cover pre-existing conditions or whatever. But right. all right, that's yeah. a whole nother topic. Good job, Joey. Look, here's what I'm going to do for you. Okay. Let's, let's wrap up a little bit. I'm going to give the Twitter names. We'll give whatever plugs we want. Okay. And then w- you can come strong with some of the uh, the <laughs> names the you names? came up with for the podcast <laughs> that we're most assuredly not going to use. But that might be a fun way to wrap up the show. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Andy if you want to give out your Twitter or whatever you want to do, whatever you want to say to people kind of uh, going into next week. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you guys want to get at me on Twitter and just uh, give us any ideas, like we said, we're always open to that. Uh, my Twitter name is a lozy a underscore l o z z i. So just um, yeah, I, I'm open to discuss anything you guys want to talk about. Uh, like we said, or like I said, I don't have Facebook, but I also have Instagram, which is the same as my Twitter. And um, yeah, you can see all the very uninteresting things that go on in my day to day life. Perfect. Joey? Uh, if you want my handle at Twitter, it's Joey from Jersey. Add right. me, send me a tweet. It's Joey from Jersey. Jersey spelled with a Z. J-E-R-Z-E-Y, correct? Yes. I cannot wait to follow you on Twitter. Uh, it's I'm excited. <laughs> it's a hodgepodge <laughs> of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> no, get involved, guys. Listen, um, my Twitter name is at Mansamp, M-A-N-S-A-M-P, which, yeah, is the short form of Mandatory Samson. Oh, that's convenient. So how about you that see how shit? he took yeah. control of this podcast. It's called yeah, yeah, cross-promoting. Yeah, no, it's it's brilliant. Uh, also, yeah, please follow me on Twitter. Send me tweets. I'd love to hear from you guys. I get a lot of followers from TFM, which I love. I love hearing from everybody. Um, also, if you want to send an email about the podcast, you have a story idea, whatever, you can feel free to tweet, or you can send it to mandatorysamson at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, feel free to do that. I think this went great, guys. This is really exciting. I, I've been waiting to do this a really long time. I hope everybody listening really enjoys it. Um, it's just going to keep getting better and better. It is. It's going to get better. This was our first episode. And I think it's good. I'm not apologizing for this episode. Yeah, no, no, not at all. I think it went well, and um, I can't wait to have a Chesterfield cigarette. I was right, just going to say, yeah. I'd like to thank uh, Chesterfield Cigarettes for being our first sponsor. We're looking forward to get, getting many more, perhaps some of companies that actually still exist. And yeah. uh, it would be wonderful. Joey, why don't you give me a couple of ideas of what you thought we should call this podcast? Okay. First one was millennial news. Millennial news. Yes. Here's the problem. None, none of us are millennials, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. Okay. Uh, that one's out. Okay. Next one was teaching Joey. Teaching Joey. Okay. Maybe that's a put a little asterisk next to that bad boy. Maybe that'll be a segment <laughs> yeah. because we haven't gotten into it. But if you go into backyard buddies, you'll probably learn a little bit more about Joey. I like that idea as a segment. Yeah, okay, yeah, Yeah. I'm definitely in favor of that. Uh, There's a lot of things Joey doesn't uh, know or understand or hasn't experienced, and we'll get into those things as we uh, keep going on this magical ride. We have uh, Chris and Andy. Chris and Andy, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) White noise. White noise. It's good, but I refuse to accept the fact that you're going to fall asleep to this thing. You're going to listen to it and probably get hard. If I ever make a... uh, No, my first album will be called White Noise. Thank you, Okay, mark it down. Nicely done. Shotgun, he's he's got that. Uh, the next one's out of context. Okay, why why would you think that this would be called out of context? I, ju- I just like the name of you it. You just like the sound of it, sonically yeah. pleasing. Okay, fair enough. How many more do you got on there? Uh, three more. All right, I like. You know what? I got to be honest. I like that you did show prep. You you don't usually do this. It's and good. then in context. In co- <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Yes. Sure. Then podcast versus the world. 
podcast. Oh, you know what? Pretty good. I gotta be honest. Not I like bad. podcast versus the world. Not bad. Okay. And the last one, legacy. 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 And he dropped his fucking notebook after he said that. Whoa. Oh, you know what? Fuck. I just because I was just gonna make a comment about legacy. I was like, that sounds like a wrestling like uh, stable. Yeah. You. We're not going to get into it because we don't have time. We're at an hour and fucking oh, 10 minutes. Fuck. We're already going long. We'll get into this next week. Yeah. I fucking completely forgot to bring it up. You went to Monday Night Raw, which you were very excited about. And The Rock was there. And The Rock was there. Oh, this is something we're definitely going to talk about next yeah. week. Cool? Awesome. Okay. I um I don't watch wrestling anymore. Neither does Andy, but we used to, obviously, as kids used to fucking we watch loved it. it yeah. And I love to pay attention to it from the business aspect. Joey, I guess, is apparently still into wrestling because he's going to events. That's something we're going to get into next week. Everybody... Thank you so much for listening. Please go on StandUpNewYorkLabs.com. Check out all the other podcasts we have. Lust for Life, TFM, uh, Ranting and Raving. Tuesdays with Stories. Tuesdays with Stories, one of our our best ones. Go check it out, um, and we really appreciate it. Every Friday at midnight, so Thursday into midnight, that's when this podcast is going to come out. This has been the Mandatory Samson Podcast. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys. Good night.